Welcome in to Marvel Friends After Work, a podcast that talks about anything and everything related to the MCU. I'm Casey, and this is Joel. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm ready to talk about anything and everything mutants. Mutants, X-Men, that's what we're here today for. We don't have Nick with us, but today Joel and I are going to cast our very own x-men cast for what we want to see coming into the mcu the fox has already done a live action version but we're seeing them come into the mcu we're excited to see them come in the mcu so before they like get established and already casting the roles we're going to do our fan casting or what we're hoping to see so let's start with the most obvious we're going to start off with that um character wolverine which is kind of already been established for deadpool 3 with huge jackman coming back to play the role he played it in the fox universe live action but that doesn't mean that's who our wolverine's gonna be for the mcu officially ooh, going ooh. forward if you don't mind we we should recap everybody that's already been in the mcu so far right we should do you want to take it okay so everybody we've seen you so the spot far, you take it we've seen uh professor xavier as patrick stewart um and what's we see We've seen we, Beast now. Yeah, I was going to say we got the Beast. Kelsey Grammer. Um, and that's really it as far as the originals. Other than, you know, obviously Deadpool and Hugh Jackman through the Deadpool versions of, you know. I guess you haven't seen all the Deadpool movies yet, but you'll you'll see it once you, you watch the movies. There is a point where he goes back and references some other points. And then you get, yeah, McAvoy. But technically, they weren't part of the MCU yet. Right, right. No, yeah, no one is part of the MCU other than, of course, Patrick Stewart, who got his head snapped, and Beast by Kelsey Grammer, which is the one that they put at the most recent one. Yeah. So, all right. So continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but continue. Um. So we got Wolverine Wolverine. coming into the MCU. First off, I know you guys probably talked a little bit about this last time, but do you think we're going to keep this actor for the MCU going forward, or do you think they're actually going to recast him? Like, or have someone else play the role for our main MCU? I mean, I I think that Wolverine is Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. I I mean, yeah. I agree. He's played across what six movies already uh, about to be a seventh um i don't know who you could possibly replace him with but if they're going to honor uh his death at the end of his logan? last yeah at the end of at the end of logan and i don't know i mean i i have a like fan casting and everybody I've seen it online. A couple of people have thought about it, but I don't know if he has the serious acting chops. I don't know, but uh, Ratcliffe, Daniel Ratcliffe, Radcliffe. He's been, Harry he's Potter. been the rumored one. Yeah. Harry Potter yeah. coming to the MCU. For those of most, uh, most people know who the X-Men are, particularly Wolverine, but for people who are just getting into the MCU, Wolverine is, one of the X-Men main X-Men characters. His power is mostly healing, and he has claws, which are the most noticeable, easy way to say about his character. He's really strong, human strength. Um, Wolverine would be more of his like, what do you say, your superhero name? But I think yeah, he yeah. mostly goes by Logan. 
would have yeah. been his other like real person name. Yeah, Wolverine, so as, I think, was given to him by his, you know, he, he worked for a military installation. They messed with him. They did some adamantium shenanigans with him. But we don't know where we're talking about with this Wolverine. So maybe he just has regular claws, like bone claws sticking out. Or maybe he has the terrible. adamantium injected into him. Yeah. But your fan casting would is that your pick, Daniel Radcliffe? Other than yeah, I mean Hugh Jackman for forever. Well, yeah, besides but, the fact of yeah, yeah, he should be if, playing. If he wants to retire as playing Wolverine, then yeah. Uh yeah, I think Daniel Rad Radcliffe would play pretty well. Um he's actually had some pretty serious roles with a couple other things and i was like oh okay i didn't know that little harry potter could be that much of a jackass and i mean that's exactly what wolverine is in all these comics like even though he's canadian he's not a polite canadian he's an asshole canadian the Should wolverine very... yeah or uh, i was gonna say the wolverine or daniel radcliffe <laughs> oh um... no 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 wolverine <laughs> yeah, yeah logan He's he's a little yeah, he's a little bit of an. I asshole. think Daniel Radcliffe. I think he like kind of looks the part enough. He looks definitely like a younger version of what Wolverine would be comparatively. But like, I don't know. I haven't really seen him act in a lot of things besides Harry Potter. But uh, I don't know if it's his speech pattern or just something about him. I don't really feel like he fits the role. I actually pick somebody else for my fan casting also from the harry potter franchise i actually picked jason isaac he actually played mr malfoy so lucius malfoy and stuff if you look at his picture like if you get if you go on google and just like search images right if you look at his picture he looks a lot like the animation version of wolverine like his face and just stuff he kind of has like that rough look i'd actually pick him to play it over okay. daniel radcliffe okay. Well, I would challenge you to go back and watch uh, movies like Horns and there was the Swiss Army Knife Man or something like that. A couple other like other roles that uh, Daniel Rad Radcliffe has played. Because I really, yeah, because I really haven't seen him play. Box. Yeah, some of those other tougher roles. Specifically in Horns, he's a little bit more of an asshole. Which I, I, think I could definitely be, see him being an asshole. <laughs> you you gotta be an asshole if you're gonna be Wolverine. I mean, he's that's part of his character. That's part of his draw. Right. He's the only asshole Canadian. All the rest of them are super nice. Okay, let's go next to Professor X. So Wolverine and Professor X are like out of like we just talked about. Only three of them are kind of already thrown into the MCU mix. Professor X is the other one. This was one I did not have a fan casting for because I couldn't pick anybody. I wasn't sure who to pick. I was thinking about it for a couple days. I'd never actually settle anyone, so I'm excited to hear what you would pick if you'd pick someone other than Patrick Stewart. Right, right. So I, I want to not see... the younger version. When, like in future oh, days past. I do whatever. want him. I do want Well, you can want him, but did you have somebody else? Because obviously he could no. probably play the role too. I don't know. I, I, I like Patrick Stewart and I want him to be the first one that comes back, but I want them to get uh give him a good send off, not just like Wanda, the Wanda snapping the neck. Snapping his neck. Yeah. I want Fair. him to have like a good send off and to pass something down to the rest of his X-Men in this 
reality. But I do like McAvoy if they're going to bring somebody back. I think he did a great job for him. Um, I really enjoyed him. Yeah, I, I I can't think of anybody else that I would pick other than McAvoy to play him going forward. After they, you know, if they're if they kill him off and there's like multiple realities, I think McAvoy would be the the one that I want to see come back in another reality, right? Right. No, I, I think I kind of agreed that, like I said, I didn't really have another pick. Is it bad that when I was thinking through actors who could play this part, I was like, my brain kept going, it needs to be someone bald. Like it just it feels yeah, yeah. like it's Professor fine. X needs bald, to be bald. <laughs> you can put a bald cap on anybody, but it's they, true. My brain was like, no, they're not bald. They just don't fit the vibe. They need to be bald. It just, it fits. I mean, character. I guess you could, you could pick an actor with alopecia, but and you're just typecasting them. I don't know. I think it's better off to get yeah. somebody with their acting acting chops and put a bald swimming cap on them instead. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. So if you didn't have another one, I guess the next one would have been Magneto. Did you have anyone else for Professor X? You said no? No, Professor X, I didn't. Okay. Besides right. Patrick Stewart and then the guy who plays the younger version of him, I didn't. McAvoy. I couldn't come up with anybody else. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, for Magneto, uh, I really loved Ian McKellen, and it's the same reason that I want that send off for Stewart Patrick Stewart to go up. I want Sir Patrick. Is it Sir Patrick Stewart? Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen. I want them both to have their good send offs. I want to see the last version of them. And I want them to bestow their knowledge on the leftover groups. And one is a little more pro-mutant. One's a little more understanding. So Professor X has always been that. We need to be understanding of all people where Magneto's always been more of the brotherhood of mutants. Like, we are mutants. We need to stand together. And overcome this. So, do you think we're gonna see Ian McKellen come back for the MCU at all? I would love to see it temporarily, even if just like mentions of them. I mean, all right. So they've got the uh, X Men '97 that has already been a show run in the '90s. I grew up on it. They're gonna bring that back, and I can only think that they're gonna remake that to tie it into a storyline, right? So. I kind of think they're bringing it back just to get this generation more. No way. You can knowledgeable or remind them of the X Men or get them excited for it. That's probably more no like logical look at it. No way. To be honest, no way. completely wrong. It's just not that. It's not that. It's, mm -hmm. not that. it's totally to add more to the story. You're right. What am I thinking? But in the '97 series, uh, Xavier basically gets killed, more or less. And you have Magneto step up into his place. So he goes from being the kind of bad guy, brotherhood of mutants, extremists, to taking over the the X-Men character and trying to raise up these young X-Men. Not necessarily as that extremist way that he did before. So I, I, I would really love to see that, at least when Ian McKellen signs off. I would like to have that leaving part but as to replace him i think fassbender did a 
great job playing him in the, in the younger ones. Um, I don't really know who else you'd play for him. I mean, I really like Fastbender for Doom. So if they don't use Fastbender as Magneto, I would love for them to use him as... I kind of like that for him to use him as Doom. He's so good. He's so good. Ah. Well, they could use him as Doom if they choose my fan casting. I actually thought that... I'm going to probably butcher the last name, but Ralph Fiennes... He actually plays Lord Voldemort in the Harry Potter series. I think he'd actually do a really good Magneto. He kind of he reminds me of Magneto just by his looks. Is Phoenix like the character from? No, uh, that's just his last name. So what's, Ralph... what's the actor's name? Is that the actor's Ralph name? Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. What's his character in? He plays Lord Voldemort. Oh, he's Voldemort. Okay. Yeah. He who should not be named. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I said. It wrong. I don't know what he looks like with a nose, though. So that's interesting. Did you just didn't look they... him up? No, didn't. No, didn't they CGI remove his nose? I haven't looked him up. Yeah. But didn't you they should... CGI Doesn't remove the nose? I'm not Voldemort? sure what they did for the nose. Most villains should not have a nose. Apparently, is like the running joke because in most series like the nose is gone or covered i guess it makes you look uh it, it detached like it it dehumanizes you in some way mm. i think is the word i was okay. going for to lose okay. him but he with his nose <laughs> he looks like he would play a really good magneto and it'd be okay. different because i kind of like to see t- total restart just like with new characters and stuff yeah yeah I'm, no, I'm i'm for that I'm just as far as ones that we know, these are ones I would I would cast to come back. So far. No, that's fair. But but it seems like most of yours seem to be coming from the Harry Potter lineage so far. I only had a handful that came from those. Only five? Only like five out of like ten. Yeah. So that's not bad. Yeah. No, it's fine. We actually on the previous podcast we went on a little bit of a tangent about star wars so it's cool we can we can mix all these fan things i'm a a true heart all the way hardcore harry potter fan so definitely it's gonna be coming through here in some of the actors weirdly enough i think i said back when we did our fantastic forecasting i was like i think um, emma watson would have been fun as sue storm to see her play that yeah i mean i think she's a little young for what they're apparently trying to cast yeah i mean besides usually when i do the fan cast i'm not really thinking about the characters all working together because sometimes the age gaps don't work between the characters or even their ages don't fit with what they're going for but i think the actor could bring something interesting to the character is usually all i'm really thinking about when i do fan casting so after magneto let's do gene gray Mm. Jean Grey is my favorite. So I do love what uh, I can't even say her name. Famke Jensen. I I do love her portrayal of her up until she became the Phoenix. I didn't I didn't enjoy that Phoenix storyline, but that's not her fault, you know. But I think you my, mean like an X Men Last Stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that Phoenix. I, 
Because yeah. they did the I Dark Phoenix and stuff later, and that was a different actor, right? Not, yeah, yeah, I think she did really well up until that last part where they tried to make her the Phoenix. Um, that movie's but, a little. But my favorite fan casting for this, if they just like redo it, I really like Mila Jokovic. Do you, do you know Mila Jokovic? I might. It depends. I have to see her picture. You All said right, Mila. look her up. Mila Jokovic. I'll wait while you Google. Oh. But she's been in so many sci-fi movies. Dang, she really... kind of looks like her. Yeah, she's got those crazy pretty she eyes. looks like the original actor. Yeah. No, that's a great pick. She looks like she would fit the part really well. I like that. I think mm, that's my fan cast for sure. I think she'd be great as the new Jean Grey. Especially, yeah, especially when, if they redo the Phoenix again, if she becomes the Phoenix, I think she'd be a badass. Like the way she talks. Now, if I understand people. right, the Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix per se, I mean, she's supposed to be one of, she's supposed to be the most powerful mutant. And a lot of people argue that she's more powerful than Wanda or the Scarlet Witch anyway. And a lot of issues like that. But when they made the movies, you didn't really get the sense that she was like that powerful. Right, right. So the Phoenix itself. I mean, the Wolverine killed her, you know, single handedly. Right. It's kind of like, okay, well. The Phoenix force I mean, itself spoiler. is its own is its own thing, right? So it doesn't. It, it just attaches itself to strong. It tends to attach itself to strong mutants, but I guess it doesn't have to be mutants. But oh, okay. it it does attach itself to Jean Grey, and that's how you get the Dark Phoenix out of that saga. But it also attaches itself to Cyclops at one point, and he absorbed. Oh no, I lost you. I have a feeling your computer battery just died. <laughs> Let's see. And we're back. Technical glitch. So if we rep I have no idea where we just left off. You're talking about the Gene Gray Phoenix Force. Yes, the Phoenix Force in general. So it doesn't have to be Gene Gray, but the way it kind of goes in the storyline, she's one of the more powerful ones. So it picks onto that. It can it can literally pick anybody that it wants to. It just attaches itself to whoever whomever is the most powerful force that it can attach itself to. So, oh, okay. Because I always thought that she was the Dark Phoenix. I didn't realize that she wasn't. Oh, that's interesting. She, yeah, she she absorbs it, gets it, gains it. Right, but I thought that was like her mutant, kind of like Wanda's the Scarlet Witch. I kind of thought that she right, was right. It's, like it's the not, Dark Phoenix. It's not her power, per se. It's an okay. outside force that absorbs her or uses her power, more or less. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, there's other characters that end up wielding it at some point. Uh, Cyclops is one of the ones that absorbs it in at some point. That would have been interesting. Yeah. We'll see. So, but so if you if you go and watch X Men '97, there's actually they kind of show you an outside Phoenix Force before it takes hold of 
Now I'm going to need to go watch that because after watching yeah, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, watch after yeah. watching the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and then I've been on the Ultimate Spider-Man animation series as well, which mm -hmm. I'm loving okay. because there's so many like comic character, comic book characters coming in, just like a ton of them, and you're learning a lot and getting little nitbits of like who all these characters are in a more kid-friendly way. But it's like so now I want to go sure. watch the X-Men '97 because it's really helping connect dots with the live actions. It's so I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Earth's, I go Earth's My Heroes is a no-brainer. They do a great job of tying in a bunch of story storylines, but they're they're not quite comic character, but they do a good job. So it gives you an idea of what you the story idea. was. And watching all those, seeing what the MCU is trying to adapt, it it kind of gives you an idea of what they're gonna pick with them but i would definitely go back and revisit that x-men 97 because they're intentionally continuing x-men 97 going on so there's got to be a reason for that and it's not just to have people like me who grew up on it watching it while eating their cereal in the morning you know there's got to be some storyline there has to be a it. reason there has to be a reason. We're MCU it, dedicated fans. There's a reason for everything. Yeah. But kind of spoiler alert. If you go back and watch X-Men 97, there's a whole lot of plot lines that they could adapt and tie in. Um, one of them is uh, Mount Wundagore. Wundagore. Oh, which is, like Wanda. Yeah. So Wanda and Quicksilver are both the children of Magneto. I really and, want that to be the case. I'd love yeah. to see more of that storyline used in the MCU. Yeah. So that would be awesome. So if they just keep adapting that 97 storyline, and especially if they take those characters and make them into live action, I think that'd be super cool. So, I mean, it looks, it looks like Wolverine is going to be taking on that same classic yellow and blue that he was wearing in the 97 comic or 97 animation animation series yeah yeah so i yeah i literally think that's what they're doing i don't think it's i don't think it's just to make a cartoon i think it's just to it's not just fan service line. they're like doing something yeah. with it i think they're doing something with it I'm very excited for it. But anyways, what I was getting at is if you go back and watch it, there is the the Phoenix saga in that. There's a couple others. There's some villains that pop up. Mr. Sinister is one of the main ones that pops up. Apocalypse. So, yeah. I think it'll be very interesting to see. Well, I actually had two fan castings for my Jean Grey. I thought would be fun for the roles though their ages are drastically different so again I was just picking people I thought would be interesting for the character I thought okay. Sadie Sink from Stranger Things and I think she was in that new movie The Whales or something like that was called um, she's kind of an upcoming actor and she's played some really drama type roles I think she would be a fun mix for that so I think but she's a little bit on the young side like dramatically comparatively yeah. to the other actors and then the other person was uh, I'm going to butcher the name. Natalia Tenna, I think is how you say it. Um, yeah. Mostly I would know her from the Harry Potter series. 
Um, she played Tonks, but she's played in some other dramatic roles. I think she, her facial expressions alone, I think she can play a serious Dark Phoenix down the road really well. And those were my two picks. No idea who Tonks is or Natalia Tenex. Is that what you said? Natalia Tenna. Tenna. I'm terrible at saying names, so I could be butchering it really, really bad. But yeah. I'll have to look that one up. I don't know that one, but Sadie Sink, I do know, and that's the Stranger Things, right? Mm-hmm. I do She's think they have a few upcoming films and stuff that have been coming out and doing really well in them. And MCU is really good at picking people who are just starting to come to rise or just starting to be discovered. The MCU usually does the best characters with those actors. I, I think you're right. I think she's a great actor to play in the MCU. I don't know if she's right for Jean Grey, but that's because I'm currently thinking of Jean Grey as being a little bit older, like you were saying. So, no, right, because I, I do think she's a little young for the part. But I really want her in the MCU, and I don't know how to get. Oh, her I in think the she'll MCU. fit in the MCU, no problem. I think there's plenty of characters for her to play. And I'm excited for her, no matter what. Very excited for her to get in the MCU. Okay, let's do. I think next on the list, just written down, I had the Iceman. Okay. He didn't have a huge part. Well, I mean, he did. I didn't feel like they used him as well as they could have in the live action Fox that they did. So the original actor was Sean Ashmore. Who would you pick to reprise this role or to take on this role? So Iceman, his full character arc in the comics, uh, you find out that he is uh, a gay character. So I think he would either need um, a gay man to play him or you need somebody with a bunch of versatility around him. Um, I think Joe Keery is actually the one I would pick to play him. I really want him in the MCU too. Yeah. So Steve, Steve Harrington, right? Joe Keery. I I think he could do it. I think he could play it off. Yeah. Now I'm just trying to get this straight. Like in, I, for the X-Men movies, I watched the first three. Oh, not in the movies. Yeah, he doesn't come out in the movies. Well, right, but like in the first three, I'd watch them. And then after that, people said like, it just gets ridiculous because like everything's out of line. Nothing really matches up. It's not like the storyline continues well, time timeline wise. So the first three X-Men movies kind of fit together like as a story. And after that, I just didn't watch them because I heard a lot of people say it wasn't quite worth it. But it, during those three movies, I did watch The Iceman and... How do you say it? Rogue? Rogue. Yeah. Rogue. Weren't they kind of a thing? So how, like, I'm surprised. They were a thing, but not a thing. So. Were they you... that way in the comics or is that something they just pulled for the movies? Do you even know? I, I don't actually know if that was a thing in the comics, but as far as a. If you, I don't know. I don't know how they explain it. Like he couldn't kiss her because he would die. Right. Right. Technically, so by the third he was movie, safe dating her. I don't know. Well, yeah, but by the yeah. third movie, she uh, spoiler for like a 20 year old movie, y'all. Um, spoiler. she kind of yeah. got that injection to get rid of her powers, though I don't know if her powers came back in later movies, so that way that wouldn't be a problem. I was just curious if, like, in the comics, 
did they just do that for the movies or did they actually have a thing like in the comics and then he went gay later so i didn't understand that part but yeah yeah, i haven't followed enough of the comics to know for sure but there just is a point where he comes out in the comics and he's like one of the one of the x-men that all of the you know gay community would be like celebrating they'd be like Iceman and a few others they'd be like hell yeah Th- those people came out Interesting. proud of them yeah didn't know but that. i don't know i don't know who could play a gay man confidently in the mcu if they aren't already a gay actor but i do that is think if they go the gay route they might not do anything if, with it well nah, they got it I, I, I well they didn't in the fox universe yeah, yeah, but this is not the Fox universe. This is the MCU. I mean, we've we've already seen Valkyrie and her teasing some bi tendencies and stuff. I don't know, but I, as far as actors, I think I think Joe Keery, I think he could pull it off. He's that sweet face guy. He's, he's I think he would play it off pretty well. And then I don't even think they need to like descriptively say blah he's a gay character this 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 they don't need to show it on screen i think everybody would know by the way he acts by the way he plays the character i think that's kind of the the point of it so yeah well i you chose don't need to... yeah you're right you chose what <laughs> i'm like i don't need that um for, for my fan casting i didn't know anything about that with the character so hmm. I mean, if they would go that route and choose to do more of the gay route on screen and stuff, like, I don't know if this character could do that because I didn't, I wasn't aware that Iceman was like that in the comics since the movies didn't portray that. I actually picked uh, Dylan O'Brien. He played mostly like in Teen Wolf and stuff like that in The Maze Runner. I thought he would play a fun Iceman. He has the comedy chops that I feel like Iceman was kind of serious, but he kind of was like sarcastic. A little bit of a character yeah. that he can do a good job pulling it off. I can still see him well, doing a good job with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll totally see that. So that yeah. was my pick. Let's do this. To me, it was kind of like the second half of the two characters was... I always say the name wrong. So it's Rogue? Rogue, yeah. Like you're going rogue. Going rogue. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um... Because I always, like, in my mind, like, it's just because of the movies. Because I haven't done a lot of the comic book work about these characters. So I always kind of assumed that they were kind of like a thing. So when I was thinking about fan casting, I was thinking, okay, what are two characters that could kind of be a thing? Like, on screen, to have a little chemistry. My pick for a rogue was actually Jenna Otega. Oh, okay. I actually thought that Dylan O'Brien and Jenna Otega could actually, like, they would work well on screen playing across from each other. I think they still would work well playing across from each other until you figure out that Iceman's yeah. Just being I'm going to pretend that they're not going to go down that path because I liked (laughs) my vision of this without it being gay. So I'm going to pretend that they're not going down that path. (laughs) So I I love Jenna Ortega. I don't... hmm. I think she could play a good rogue, actually. That's, I'd actually, it's like the only thing that I have blank on my list. I don't have anybody for rogue. So I, I liked 
whoever the actress was they had for X2. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, the person who played it in the first couple movies, Anna Paquin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's I, I mean, I think she did, she did a good job. It's it's very different from the 97 series, though. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe she could crush it as far as the 97 version of her. Because I think that's what like I've said multiple times. I think this is what it's all coming down to. They're going to adapt the X-Men 97, and those are going to be the characters that or, stay into our storyline. Or they're going to do what I've been assuming all along, and just What's like, that? what if the what if aren't just like random like animations, they're actually the other multiverses, and we're going to see in Secret Wars those exact stories just in live action. Like, they're building oh, no. a multiverse that's... animation. Yeah, yeah. So that's what the oh, X-Men no, I'm exactly saying is. That. I'm exactly saying what you're saying. Yes. What you were oh, theory all along. You said, what if I'm saying 97? Like, these are all just other universes that yes. we're going to see collide, which is yes. like such it's a much genius cheaper. way. It's much cheaper yes. to make a new universe if you can animate it. Oh, yeah. Instead of playing a bunch of actors, paying because of the actors. universes would be yeah. similar, right? Because you'd have like, because even Parallel. just we saw a multiverse of madness, like the world is similar. You wouldn't want to make live action similar movies. It'd be a waste of money and time, and the stories wouldn't be that interesting. But to do it all in animation and then bring it all together is like this is genius. Yeah, I, yeah. And then they can, especially for with what if they can pick and choose between which stories. But with ninety seven, oh, yeah. they've already got this great storyline that bleeds from the comics. And you can easily pick and choose where you want to start. Like, it doesn't have to be the full storyline, right? It can start at this point, and then they fraction off whatever. So it could be before the Phoenix shows up. It could be after the Phoenix shows up. It could be because the Phoenix shows up. There's a lot in there. Yeah. But yeah, same idea. Exactly like you were saying. The what if becomes real multiple realities live action realities same idea i think 97 is a live action reality and i think that's why we get the beast i think that's why we got charles xavier in his little green suit with the the striped tie and his little yellow hover chair that's straight out of 97 yeah yeah i was gonna say wasn't that I was thinking the yellow chair. I don't know why. I was thinking the yellow okay. chair was in the original Fox movies, but it wouldn't have been. Nope. So I don't know. I must have seen it nope. just from comic books and. Uh, yeah, he was rolling around. He was rolling around in wheels and the other X Men movies. Yeah. No, but I'd be excited to see Jenna Otega get into the MCU, and I, like I think she could play this role kind of well. I like it. I think she could play any role. As far as a young level, yeah. Whether you're an Avenger, an X-Men, yeah, I agree. I think she'd be great for that role, but I think she'd also be good at any other MCU role that they throw her in. Well, let's jump into the character Storm. She's the one person I actually don't, beside Professor X, I didn't technically have a casting for him. 
I have no casting fan cast for this. I really didn't know who to cast for this. I thought about it and I looked through all different casting lists of different movies and trying to like find somebody. I couldn't really pick anybody. So did you have somebody other than Halle Berry to play this part? Yes, I had Halle Berry. Because she's <laughs> great. The only person who could play it. She still looks super young. She could play it for forever. She's yeah. She's yeah. Doesn't look like she's aged at all since me like now googling it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. She could still play that role. She looks great. Yeah. And she even dyed her hair within the last six months, seven months, eight months. Not stalking her, are you? (laughs) Oh, white. Oh, really? Yeah. It popped up and it was kind of a news thing. And I was like, oh. Oh, we all know why. Look. She's probably going to be in Deadpool 3. Yeah, interesting look. Hmm? Person who played Storm, why would you copy your haircut? Hmm. Actually, it's funny. Kind of just looking at her. I think it's her eyes and a bunch of these pictures. I could see, like, say that she comes back to kind of establish the character, but say we get a younger version of Storm. Actually, Jenna Ortega could play a younger version of her. Okay. I Maybe could actually so. see that. Not like Maybe. a younger version of it, not like a child version of exactly that person, but she could play like a young storm. Yeah, yeah. I all right. I think she the could only, do it really well. The only issue I have with that though is like Storm comes from uh African background, right? So she's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, the she, roots she, the roots she, wouldn't really match. Yeah, I mean I, I know that the storylines didn't quite add up to where they uh date each other and all that stuff but you know the basically the black panther storyline and storm's storyline are pretty much both based out of africa and they're very adjacent to be fair though like if this is a real multiverse and there's different universes stories are similar characters are similar but not everything's exact so like I mean, Loki's like a good example of that Sylvie's like a female versus a male. Like that's a dramatic difference for a character. So like, I guess you could have different backgrounds too, but it would take a little bit something away from the character. I think, eh, I think keeping Storm coming from out of Africa is a pretty, would be important to some people for sure. Yeah. No, I think it's good for her character and stuff, too. And that's who the character is, you know? Like, I always make this argument with a a lot of, like, when casting gets done. I think anybody can play any part, and that's fine with me. But to me, like, these are fictional stories. It does. It's not real. It doesn't exist. And people are like, that means you can do anything, but you don't get it. Somebody made the story up. The only thing that makes the story what it is, is the plot line and the description of the characters. Like when you're reading a book, that's it. That's what's making the story a story. And if you totally change the character, like from the description of the book, you already took away half of what the story was. Like that's all that's here. So if they're described this way from this culture or whatever, then we like to honor that is to like keep him with the story. Like that's all there is to this universe or fiction is right. what we have so written down. The writers, I think the writers did their best to include different cultures from different places at different times. I right. mean, it's not, you know, definitely 
they might have appropriated cultures at different points and made some mistakes here and there. But I, I think in general, with Storm's character, I think with her being able to literally bring rain to wherever, I think yeah, that was it kind a of makes very sense. important point. Yeah. So I think she was like the number one person on the list beside Hugh Jackman. That's like, they just have to play the part. Sorry. It's like, you can't remake the character. She's just going to have to play the part. She yeah. needs to have a Houston. daughter. Haley Berry needs to have a daughter who could step up and play her role in about 10 years. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Let's go into If Nick was here, he'd dance with me. I didn't know it. <laughs> I'm lame like that. I'm Cyclops. too young. Let's do Cyclops. Who'd you have for uh, fan casting? Uh, I think it's the younger guy, Ty Sheridan, who played him in the the newest movie. Newest two versions of the movie. Ty Sheridan. I want to say he was also... That might be the same guy from Ready Player One. If not, they oh. should get the guy from Ready Player One. Interesting. Is he is he the guy from Ready Player One? Since you're doing the research over there, let's see real quick. Ty Sheridan. How many? Uh, yeah, at least it's listed. Yeah, yeah, he's the same one as player Ready Player One. Yeah. So I think he did great in Ready Player One. I didn't really like the movie Ready Player One, but he did a great job in his spot. Interesting. Did you like Cyclops in the original X-Men? Did you like the character? Like what they did with it? No. He was such a... I didn't feel like they used it very well. He was such a bit of a pansy. I don't know. I don't know what the polite way to say that. He was... He was weak. And in the comics, at least, he's a little bit more self-righteous. Like a little bit more like uh, Captain America. Right? So... He knows that he's right. He knows that he's self-right. And he, he stands up for what he believes in, where in the first couple X-Men, he's like always like second-guessing himself. And he's like, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. But I love Gene so much. And it's like, damn, you know. That's his not. whole character in the X-Men movies was just like his crush on Gene. Like, that right. was it. That's like what they did for the guy. And I mean, he, he does have that relationship with her, but I think he's very much more your Captain America of the X-Men. He He's not... Yeah. He's worried about the goal first. Chest out. I don't think he's, he's going to come second to it. Yeah. Worrying about a girl. Yeah. Except... When it comes to him and Logan, that's the best part about him and Logan. And they're like arguing back and forth. In the comics, they're arguing back and forth because they're arguing who's the better man for it. It's like, I'm the stronger man. Yeah, well, I'm actually the stronger man because I'm stronger. You're just the more lethal man. Right? I kind of felt like the whole time in the li in the Fox movies, he was like... He didn't even really have an argument of why he was, he was like, better for Stop Jane. hitting on like, my girl. Stop like, hitting on my girl. I'm going to cry. Well, he's like, what are you going to do place. about it? He's like, I don't have anything Nothing. I can do about it. And it's like, this is kind of a wimp. 
Right. I agree. Yeah, he was way toned down, way too weak in the first X-Men movies. So maybe they can play him out as a badass. I actually picked for my fan casting um, by Butcher the Last Name again. I'm going to say that a lot. I'm sorry. Jared Padalecki, he plays Sam on Supernatural. Have you seen that? Okay. On Netflix. I have seen Sam Supernatural. Sam Winchester. I don't know which one's Sam and which one's the, uh, the one. taller, the taller one. I think he's the okay. younger brother. Which one's of more of the asshole of the two? I believe that's. So, I think you Dean is the it. asshole. All right. Dean is more of the asshole. Okay, all right. If I I haven't, I haven't watched watched the show. My sister had watched it, so I hadn't watched it. So, I, I'm so Sam is the pretty boy. Dean is the asshole. Yes. Okay. I kind of think that he would. He could do it well. I kind of envisioned I, um, the Cyclops being kind of lean and tall, um, uh, partly just from just plain ass looks. And so I kind of feel like he fits the look of what I would think of when I think of Cyclops. I, I Actually, I kind of like him as that character. So who do you say plays Sam? What's the name um, of the character? Okay, so in Supernatural, Sam actor, Winchester I mean, is the character Jared Padalecki. If I'm not saying probably, the last name right, I'm literally saying it to its spelling, <laughs> to a T. Oh, Padalecki. Yeah, yeah. That that yeah. actually does look right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can totally see him being Cyclops, actually. Yep. And nope. he's funny and witty and sarcastic. It. And so, like, he could pull off, like, whatever they want him to pull out of the character and stuff. So. Totally Whatever they that. give That's us good. will probably be better than what we got in the first couple of X-Men movies. Right. And then yeah. they just killed him off. It's like you did nothing with the character and then they just like disintegrated the guy and I was like, wow, okay. Didn't see that coming. So. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't they didn't do a great storyline multiple times with the whole Phoenix Force. So they wanted you to yeah. I think they were trying to bring the seriousness of James Gray's power, and that's why they killed him. But it, right. it, it wasn't received that way. Force. Again, it's the Phoenix Force power, not necessarily Jean Gray's. It just attaches itself in one storyline to that. But it hasn't done that yet, even though we've seen multiple movies where it does attach itself to Jean Gray. Doesn't mean it has to. It probably will. But hopefully we get a new Jean Gray to play it. Or they fast track the storyline, or they just adapt the '97 storyline arc as canon, and then you can just skip past most of the the Phoenix storyline. I'd like them to do the, the Phoenix. I kind of want them to do the Phoenix storyline at some point because I find it really cool, and I hope they could do it really well. Though so far, to be honest. Even with the Scarlet Witch, I feel like they haven't done the story justice, so I have a feeling that I wouldn't get the story I wanted. They've tried it twice the already, and they've messed it up twice with the Dark Phoenix storyline. Hey, same I, thing happened with Fantastic Four. They've tried it twice. It doesn't mean okay, you give fair up. Enough. That's, that's totally fair. That's <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. Yeah. No, I, I, I think they could do the Phoenix again 
but did they have to use Jean Grey as the Phoenix? That's the thing that I, I don't think they have to do. So it'd if be they... fun to have a really cool twist that no one really saw coming for somebody else. Spoiler alert comes to Cyclops. Cyclops absorbs Phoenix Force. That would be fun. That's what happens. I'd like Spoiler to alert. It. Read the comics. That's what happens. He absorbs it. other people. It can happen to other people too. I mean, yeah. The Phoenix Force. Can, can the Scarlet Witch? Can the Phoenix Force attach itself to the Scarlet Witch? Yes. And they would probably love to do that. Except I think the Scarlet Witch is too corrupted. I don't know. I don't know why it wouldn't. It's right now, it wouldn't. Problem. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make a lot of sense because they're already building up the Scarlet Witch to be this super powerful being. Right yeah, now, if you kind of so. add the Dark Force, it would kind of feel like it would diminish her. Yeah, it would be too much. It'd be like one, how do you stop this? And two, it would kind of diminish the power of the Scarlet Witch because you're building yeah. it up to be like Scarlet Witch is so powerful, but we're also going to add something more powerful on top of it. I don't know. Right. Like it's... I, I think it'd make more sense for them to give somebody else the Phoenix Force to be able to combat the Scarlet Witch. I think that would make more sense. How would you like to see uh, Carol Danvers get the Dark Force? I wouldn't. Too much. Wouldn't see that? Too powerful. Too much. Too, she's already too strong as it is. Um. But she could rock it. I mean, I, I think she'd just wreck shit with it. That's she's too powerful as it is right now. Other than the weakest I've ever seen her was uh singing. Have you seen the movie yet? No. Can we talk about the movie yet? Oh my god. We can talk about it though. Uh to be honest. No, we'll uh... skip over it. Whatever. Never mind. Never mind. What do you think about Beast? That was weird. That was the next one on my list, too. Technically, I know he's already been at least somewhat cast, obviously, for the MCU. If they choose to keep that beast going forward, I don't know. I'm going to kind of assume yes. Um, my first casting actually was Gary Oldman. Okay. You know I, mean? I love Gary Oldman and everything that he's ever played ever before. I don't I think, think he could pull off a good beast, personally. I don't think they should waste him on beasts. I mean, I, I do love the Beast character. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um, I think Gary I Oldman could use be... Beast. Gary Oldman could be like a villain. He could be a hero. He could be both. He could be somewhere in between. I, I don't think Beast actor. would be used enough in a sense that I think you'd waste a little bit of the actor on that character. But I think he would do the character really good justice. So Beast is... At least in the comics, Beast is throughout the Time Runs Out series, but he doesn't really play a role. Like he's just there being a smart guy, saying smart things. Otherwise, he's kind of useless. They just go from scene to scene. They're like, oh, well, Beast said this. And then all the action happens. And then Beast said this little line. All the action happens. So, fair point. Again, I encourage everybody to go and read the time runs out series before we start getting into it because i think think we're getting into it but me like not writing that down so i actually remember to go read it 
Yeah. I well, I've told you multiple times to go read it. So I got a very short term memory. I got to write it down every time. You can. So I you see could, it. You could read the prelude to Time Runs Out, Time Runs Out, and Secret Wars, all within a month, and read it for free if you do that. Amazon. Um, Unlimited. What's last time? Amazon Unlimited or com- oh, Unlimited? comics? Comicsology has like a free trial through Amazon Kindle. Un- oh, it's Kindle Unlimited. So you can sign up for it and cancel it within a month and do it all for free. But you can listen to all of those. There's also uh, Siege of Asgard. There's there's a whole bunch of other good stories in there that you could read in a month for free. Or subscribe to it if you, you know, so wanted to. We should be getting paid for this, like, ad. We should be getting paid for it, but. We should get paid for it. We uh, could promote this stuff. Maybe so. so if, maybe so. But so the, if you work for one of those companies, email yeah, us. Hit us up. But the ones you definitely want to read are maybe the the time runs out for sure. You got to write, read time runs out. You'll start off being a little lost, but you'll catch up quick. And then. Definitely the the, the uh, wars at the end. Yeah, yes. it's a great finale. Okay. None of it makes sense starting out, though. So, sorry. Well, continue. that's part yes. of the fun. That's part of the fun too. Uh... What have we not hit so far? Who have we not talked about? The only one I had. Well, we you did have Gambit on your list. I didn't have yeah. them on mine to like cast. But then the other one was Mystique. Mm. I I really liked Rebecca Rumgen. She was the one from the original trilogy. I liked her a lot. I liked her better than the newer. Uh, what's her name? Jay. Mm. Didn't okay. I might be really wrong on this, which I probably am. I felt like at one point someone said because I only saw the three first movies, so maybe I missed something. Didn't like Jennifer Lawrence player at some point jeff lawrence plays in the newer ones yeah okay that's what i was saying jay jay law is what i was trying to think of okay but yeah i she did okay but she doesn't have the acting chops i don't know personal opinion personal opinion i don't think she's right to play that I didn't have someone offhand for a fan casting because I kind of forgot about her until I saw her on your list. And I was like, oh, that's right. She's kind of a main person. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I would love her to just, just bring back the same one from the original trilogy. I think she did great. I think she was terrifying with those green eyes. It was great. And Gambit, you talked about. Yes. Channing Tatum. Only Channing Tatum. That's the only person. Chain. Oh, you know, that's Magic Mike. That's Magic I might Mike. know him. I just got to see the... What did you say his last name was? Tatum. T-A-T-T-U-M. But they, they were supposed to have a Gambit movie. And it was oh. like greenlit. And then they cut it off before it started. But yeah, he was supposed to play him already. He'd do a good job. He kind of looks cool for the part. Yeah, I don't know how good his Cajun accent is, though. That's the only thing I'm worried about and was worried about eight years ago when they teased the property. 
So my yeah, when you're talking that Cajun accent, yeah. You're gonna be talking I about feel like right around them crabs and you go around and you play them. Yeah. Trying to find people that fit very specific accents though, but can also have the acting chops to pull off the part is gotta be one of the harder parts about being a casting director. Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I don't know who you'd pick as a oh um damn it, what's his name? I can't think of it. Anyways, trying to pick somebody that can do a Cajun accent. Like that was my best attempt at a Cajun accent. But I only lived in South Lafayette for three years. So that's that's like as best I can do. So you gotta either get somebody that lives there or is a much better actor than me who's been there for three years. <laughs> Are you saying that you're not gonna audition for the part? <laughs> I'm not gonna audition for the part. I'd love to just throw cards at people. But Gambit also, I don't think Gambit plays a huge role, at least in the storyline that's coming up. So I do think there's going to be that that rumor where time runs out and everything gets restarted, and then you get the X-Men. I'm curious which way they're going to go with it. So do you have all of the throwback characters up until the crisis happens, or... Do you start adopting newer characters before that happens? That is going to be the interesting thing to see, especially with Deadpool 3 rolling out and knowing that some of these old characters are coming back, at least for like a scene or two. How are they going to balance bringing in the old and the new? How are you going to transition? I'm struggling to see how it's going to work. Like, are all these... Younger versions or different versions of the X-Men coming in? Are they all from the same universe or is everybody going to be coming in from all different places? All the different branches. You see my Idrisil tree behind me? Yeah, yeah. this is our new timeline. All the timeline. different branches of the multiverse. Thanks Just to Loki. This is, this is what we got going. So, yeah, I think we've got a lot of parallel universes. I think we've got a lot of like very opposite universes. Um, but like... You know, we talked about the idea of like, like these characters, younger versions of them. Do you think they really could exist would all at the same time? Them? Right. You could have this branch and this branch. I don't know if I'm pointing correctly, but one of these is an older X Men. One of these is the younger X Men. So, but do you think they will come from like? All the younger X-Men that we might get coming to the MCU, do you think they're all going to be from the same universe or timeline? Or do you think they'll be from all over the place? I think they'll pick and, and choose their people from each place. So, I mean, okay. even even in um, Days of Future's Past, Days of Future Past, they could only send certain people's minds back and they ended up choosing Logan, but you know, they could basically rewind time only for certain people. So some of those people got killed. I think that's just what it's going to be. They're going to be like, all right, these are our strongest warriors. 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 We need to put them all together and see if we can prevent whatever it is. I don't think it's Kang. I think it's more than just Kang, but 
they'll all come together for that. Could be like battle world. I don't think it's Doctor Doom either. I kind of think it's something a little bit bigger than that. You're right. Yeah. So I, mean, I, it's I, mean, I don't like Galactus or something. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But if you read, time runs out. You understand that there's like a bigger. Threat. I don't think you can spoil it because if you would have read the Secret Invasion run, you wouldn't have been spoiled by watching the Secret Invasion show. So like that's, they that's obviously true. don't. Take that was a steaming pile of garbage that they made on the MCU. So we're to just be honest, the show wipe that away. The show Secret Invasion was not that bad. It's the it disappointing bad. part was no. The disappointing part was it wasn't the Secret Invasion from the comics. That's why it was so bad. But it do as a show good. by itself. If you what didn't know do? anything and you just watched it, I mean, it what wasn't it like. Was I don't know. I didn't. I really didn't mind the storyline or the plotline. It was upsetting on so many levels because of what's happened before in the MCU, and it's upsetting mm -hmm. on so many levels because I know where characters go and what happens in the comics. That's why it was more upsetting. But just as a show, like. I know people who are not up to date on Marvel. If they would sit down and watch it, they'd be like, I don't know. It was good action. Like the harvest wouldn't have bothered them. Like that concept of that. A lot of that stuff wouldn't have bothered some people who have no idea because it, it's just a show. That was just the plot line. It's more upsetting when you know what it should have been. And it wasn't. The best part about that show was them setting up that the new president is going to be against all aliens on this earth which includes asgard so it could maybe set up for the siege of asgard storyline which i think is super interesting but they also didn't address that in the marvels so uh, we'll see oh but you haven't seen marvels yet so i feel like we'll i get seen your it. opinion shortly yeah. i feel like i've seen it between all the trailers and the clips and like Nah, when you see it, nitpicking. I I still think you're gonna love it. I still think. No, I think I'm gonna love it. I really hope I'm gonna love it because at the very beginning of this year, Nick had asked us. He goes, "Okay, the three movies shows are coming out. What are you most excited for? What's gonna be that one. in your yeah. guess the most rewatchable and the best thing that comes out this year?" And I was kind of pushing hard on the Marvels because I think it's just gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see it. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I think you're going to enjoy it. I think you're going to love it, actually. Um, whether it's the most rewatchable, I don't know about that one. Yeah, it's I definitely going to be more rewatchable than Guardians. Guardians is Guardians. really heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's hard to watch because... It's, it's just heavy. Like, if I'm just in a mood to watch a movie, I'm probably not going to pick Guardians 3, even though it might be a better movie in a far of a sense of, like, character arcs and, like... Uh, ending to a saga with the guardian stuff like it might Torture be better animals. in that sense way too heavy it's not a movie i'm like i just need a movie to watch i'm not putting on guardians 3 <laughs> it's a little sure, heavy sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. yeah well you're right i i think you will love this movie can't wait to hear your opinions on it whenever you actually make hopefully it hopefully in the next week here i will be able to share my thoughts so next week we're going to be having our draft for the Marvel Fantasy League. So yeah. that will be coming soon. You feeling confident? I think I'm feeling confident in winning this year, by the way. I am not feeling very confident in it, like at all. Because <laughs> I really don't know for sure what's going to be coming out for it. So that's going to be interesting next week when we do our draft. 
Well, yeah. I think that kind of sums up our X-Men casting mm -hmm. that obviously they're not going to take any of our opinions on, though I think I nailed it on a couple of them personally, but that's just me. Um, do you have any last things you want to say? About the I think or? I really want Mila Djokovic to be. I Jamie think you're Ray. right, though. I think that'd be great casting. Should be great. Mm. I would still like That's to see enough. Dylan O'Brien come in and play like the Iceman or another character like that. I think personally, I think that'd be a fun add-in. Nothing about Joe Keery. You want to save him for something else? That's I really thought about him for the Iceman. Yeah, because yeah, I, I really want to see him come into the MCU. I think he has a lot. I think he's growing as an actor, and I'm excited to see where he's going to go with his career. I just don't know if it's one of these characters is right. Okay. Yeah. I guess my opinion. Well, same as you said with uh, Sink, Sink Shade. I can't ever say her name correctly, but Wait, which one? Stranger Things. Sink, Sa Sink Sadie Shady. Sink. Sadie Sink. Can never say her name correctly. There's two yeah. S's. It's fine. <laughs> I, th I think we need to save her for something else. So if they're not using her for X23, I think they should use her for pretty much anything else. I don't, I don't know why, but th there's, there's thousands of characters. There'll be a spot for them. Yeah, there's a spot for everybody. Everyone come spot to the for MCU, everyone. please. Everyone come in. <laughs> okay, guys. I think that wraps up this week of Marvel Fans After Work. Please follow, like, and subscribe on our YouTube or wherever you're listening to this. And we'll see you next week for our Marvel Fantasy Draft. See you next week.